I just want to give you a bit of an insight into the God's team. We're a bunch of unique individuals. We're going to engage with our minds and our hearts. We're going to exchange ideas, thoughts, and even our energy. And to speak from your heart, you need to have courage. You need to be honest and authentic. We're not always going to get it right. And sometimes you're not going to agree with us. But that's okay. Because just like you, we care. Ladies and gentlemen, pigs and piglets of all sizes, welcome back to episode two of the greatest super coach podcast show available in Australia. I am Brett the Threat Sigrun, and today I am joined by Sam the Ham Masters. G'day, piggy. How you going? <laughs> Jesus. That was that a was, little bit high energy. It's quite it? the intro. You, you've made it hard to follow that. Sam, it's hard not but, to be pumped when you have Brett Kirk. Captain Blood. I know, he's fired us up, hasn't he? Absolutely spine-tingling PDA. Thank you Bunch so much. Bunch of unique individuals. But we care. We care. That's the main thing. Okay. So you may not agree with us, but we care. We're a nine. Let's get down to about a three right now. <laughs> How are you, my friend? Good, mate. Good. How are you? Good. How has your week been since our last episode? Yeah, good. Good. We've been a bit slack this week, so but no, I've been good. Been how, good. Do you th- how do you think we went? Uh, in the first episode? Yeah. I think it was all right. Good start to the year. Uh, didn't have a great second quarter. In fact, I didn't think he had a great game. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Thanks, Blighty. Uh, I think we went well. Blighty, that's a bit rude, mate. Yeah, it's been harsh from Blighty there. Yeah, no, I think we went well. It was good. I actually felt great to be back on the mics talking with each other. So yep. uh, it's exciting. It's really exciting that Supercoach season is almost upon us. Yeah, we're here, Pig. So two weeks, I think, till um, footy will start again. Uh, trial uh, matches. I think i seen Port, Port Powers' exciting. first uh, internal trial game. Is on the 17th yes. of Feb, so yep. I can't believe it. we're right there. Sam, before we get into today's episode, we're going to cover the midfield. I want to just touch base on YouTube and how, how we've, we've ventured off into this space and yep. how we've been going, especially your daily uploads of player yeah, so profiles. Player reviews and, and just talking through and, and trying to help people you know, choose players and, and identify value. Because that's sort of probably the number one thing with Supercoach Big is finding the value and, and spreading your money wisely. So, yeah, just trying to help people out and provide a bit of info for everyone. That's great. So Perth. check us out on YouTube, Footy Gods on YouTube. You'll find us. Yep, hopefully we will start putting all kinds of content up there during the year. Yep. Like we touched on last week, definitely. Yeah, hopefully we'll venture into um, video podcasts on there as well, Pig. Definitely keen to get some video, maybe some YouTube shorts. Yep. I, I watched a few of yours. Fantastic. I really found them... Informative. You learned a bit, did you? I did, yeah. I didn't think you had that in you. Oh, all right. Uh, shots fired. That's great. That's great to know, Pig. Uh, very good. I'm very impressed with it, mate. So hopefully people get around that and we just keep giving the right information for people to pick a good team this year. Yep. I agree. I've enjoyed it, Pig. It's been good. We'll keep going. So how has your team developed over the last few weeks of pretty much the same? It's, it's early days yet, isn't it? So you just got to watch mm. and wait and wait for the training notes, internal trial notes to come out before we really make any rash decisions. Yeah, correct. But there's always notes coming out every day from, from trainings and plenty of news floating about pigs. So try not to touch it too much, but yeah, just tinkering a little bit. Very exciting. Okay, mm-hmm. let's get started. Let's get into this week's midfield topics. Midfield topics. 
Sammy boy, Sammy boy. This is the bread and butter of your super coach, yep. the midfield. This is where the magic happens, for this sure. This is where the magic happens. Yep. So today we're going to run you by our number one pick mid. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about some of the possible primo promotions, who's going to maybe transcend into that premium spot as a midfielder. Mm-hmm. We're going to look at some underpriced options, which is vital for any team. And we are going to look at some of the rookie options early days before we get our final notes in. Yep. Yeah. So starting to get a, a bit more of an idea of, of what rookies are going to be uh, in the mix pick. So yeah, we we talk about that. Look forward to that. Number one picked player is always obviously a midfielder in most people's eyes. They're really the crown jewel of your team. So what the player that you think you just have to have, is that what you mean? It's the number one pick. Yeah. I think the number one mid is obviously your, yeah, you build your team around that. That's right. So this gentleman that I've picked, he's the pig to stop all pigs. Oh, there's a pig on the ground. <laughs> there is a pig at full forward. <laughs> I am selecting with my number one pick, Rory Laird, this year. Rory Laird. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Pretty he's, good pick. He's pretty well priced. To <laughs> I, can't, I can't argue I ha- with that. I have to be honest. He's pretty well priced. Yeah. He just has not let me down ever since I've had him in my team. So last season, he averaged 127. This is interesting. He... Only had two games under 100, and that was a 93 and a 97. Yeah. Top score, 156, and seven of those games was over 140. Solid. Very yeah. solid, yeah. Very yeah. impressive. So really reliable. So a bit more about him. He's 29 years old, so he's still in He's still in that back end of his prime. Um, he's by far the number one midfielder in the Crows team, would you say? Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, there's a few other options. Maybe our, our boy, Sammy Berry. He could, he he's could, emerging. He's emerging, yes, but he I think take a few points, Laird's on another level. Without a doubt, Rory Laird is the number one. Average the most disposals last year. I'm a little bit optimistic on the Crows. I don't think they'll make finals this year, but I think they'll push for that eight, eight to ten win mark. They should possibly. see some improvement, you think. Where they finished last year? 14th or something? I think around the mark. 15th. I think they improved from the previous few years, but there was a backlog of teams outside the eight that really struggled to move up. Yeah, so about 12th, maybe 12th to 10th, I sort of see them maybe. So Rory Laird's really made that move midfield over the last few seasons. Mm-hmm. So he's really improved his numbers. So over the last few seasons, he's, he's averaged 105, 116, and then obviously 127. Yep. So every year he's improved. I can't see him going too much higher, but I think he's almost a lock to get you that 110, 120 every week. And he's always that option for a captain, which is so valuable to me. Yeah, just looking through his season now is pretty extraordinary, isn't it, really? Considering his first game of the year was his lowest score. The 93 he did score was his first game of the year. That's right, and 93 and 97, so... Massive, wow. yeah. Huge, huge year. And so, we'll just, we need to obviously look at consistency as well, so he's really consistent football. I think he played 20 games for the season that just went past. He isn't a big injury-prone player, I don't think. I think he's pretty reliable, so... How's this run of games pick? Round, uh, round 12, 136. Round 14, 114. 156, 130, 125, 154, 140, 144, 145. There you go. He's, he's a must-have. That is bananas. Minus. That is crazy. So, yeah, great pick, pig. Oh, there's a pig on the ground. <laughs> there is a pig at full forward. He, he is a pig if there ever was one. Huge numbers. So, yeah, a lot of money to pay for a guy, but it's hard to argue with that pig. All right, my feathered friend, really who is your go-to option? Clayton Oliver. Say that again. 
Clary. I love him. Clarence. I love Kane. You have to love him. I've gone him. But I have gone him. I remember so. when we first sort of started talking about Supercoach, you labelled him as the human pig. <laughs> like he just looked pig. like a pig as well with his sort of his pink skin, his complexion, <laughs> his pig nose. So <laughs> ever since then, he's been in my team every, every year and uh, hasn't let me down. So his last three years, he's gone over 120 every year, pig. He's so, unbelievable. Yeah. And he's still pretty young. I think he's like 25, 26. I would say so, something like it's that. It's pretty crazy. So yeah, 2016, he came to the comp. So still in his prime. I think there's there's room for improvement, Piggy. You know, 127 last year. I think he can actually go one better. Yeah, I think he can because there was a, there was a bit of a, a a down game in there as well where he's I think he scored like uh, 60. Yeah, he scored a 60 last year or something. So a huge room for improvement. The thing that I love about Clary is his ceiling pig. So I love the Laird pick, and you know you, you're almost talking me into it, but no one can score like Clarence. That's true. Like 178 last year, highest score. 204 in 2021. 205 in 2020, his highest score. I don't want to quote the kid from El Paso, but why can't we have both? (laughs) I have selected both this year. Well, there you go. I like that. Some serious firepower, but that's that's 1.4 mil on two players. Yeah, it's a lot. But there's points. It's a lot. But if they're scoring a 200, then... There's points production there. It's almost worth two players, really, isn't it? If they're scoring 200. So, yeah, he's my guy that I'm going to, you know, first pick in my team for his ceiling. Uh, And I just love the way he plays. He just... Wins his ball. The thing about Clary is he's so clean with the contested ball. That's why he scores so well. So he gets heaps of contested touches, but his efficiency is really good. That's right. So that's what really attracts me to to Clary. And, and maybe yeah. if he can hit the scoreboard a bit more. So if I look that's, at his yeah. last three seasons, he's gone one, 2020, 122 off 17 games, yep. 123 off 22 games, 127 off 21. So again, reliable not really injury prone, and that, that that's some huge numbers. That's three plus one twenty seasons. Definitely worth the outlay of money. Yeah, yeah. And you mentioned not injury prone. I think he's missed one game since he since his debut year pig. Wow, that's pretty crazy, isn't it? Yeah, he's missed one game, and that was last year where he missed with that broken hand or okay, broken well finger. There you go. So, so yeah, hugely super durable, consistent, and you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven seasons. So yeah, he'd be about twenty six, I'd say. Yep. Yep, so right in his prime. Really, he could go... Uh, <laughs> it's just crazy, isn't it? Yeah. I would have to say Clayton Oliver is a, is a must-have, um, or Rory Laird, or both, if you really want to make your... You can't miss both of them. You've got to have at least one. At least one. Ideally both. Yeah, you've heard yeah. it first from the number one podcast in Australia. You need to have at least one of these players. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. But yeah, both better. <laughs> lovely, lovely, lovely. Okay, underpriced. So I yeah. wanted to talk about some underpriced players... And yep. when, I, when I say underpriced, I want to talk about some of the players that had maybe down seasons or injured or they're just like 10 to 20 points under their, yep. their normal price. So yep. That's how I'd clarify it. Sort of at least 10 points below what we can expect from them. Maybe 20. Okay, perfect. So yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cover probably the absolute no-brainer for the midfield this year, and that's Jacob Hopper. I think he's pretty popular. So 332K. He was one of the first picked in my team. I would say you're a bit of a bull ant if you haven't got him picked in your team. Is that, <laughs> That's fair. Is that fair? Yeah. Okay, Jacob He's, Hopper, 332K, break even of 60. That's very low. Yep. I think he's a really high percentage pick player for this season. His three, He had a really bad injury interrupted. I think he only played the last seven games of last year. And the Giants were a bit of a, bit of a rubble 
bit of mm, a mess. They were, yep. So some All players were injured or not playing in positions and it really affected the currency of... Well, it's hard to want to play for an interim coach really, isn't it? Yeah, it was a bit of a shit show last year. So Jacob Hopley's obviously made a pretty high-profile move over to Richmond last year. Uh, this season, sorry. At the end of last year for this season. So he could be a number one, number two, number three starting midfielder for Richmond, do you think? Yeah, I think he'll be the main guy in there with, with Prestia. I can't see them moving like to a half-forward flank or something like that. Yeah, and Prestia's unreliable. At yeah, best, exactly. So. so, yeah, it'll be Hopper, Prestia... And then uh, Taranto and, and Dusty and, and then Cochin, these sort of guys will sort of float through there the reason, at times. The reason why I picked Bolton. him is because if you take out the injury interrupted season last year, yeah. his three prior seasons are 97, 90, and 95. Yep. And you also need to take into account the quality of starting mid the Giants had. Yep. Kelly, Coniglio, Taranto, they had some pretty high-profile players and obviously adding Tom Green as well now. So I don't think Jacob Hopper's quite had that chance to shine. Mm. That's uh, decent numbers, Yep, all things considered. Definitely. And so I think 25 years old as well, coming to a new club, coming to a big club like Richmond, who are a pretty strong team all round, I think he's an absolute must-have. Yep. I think he'll move up to about 500k value plus by the end of the season. Yeah, I think you know, no reason why he can't average 95 pick to 100, which he's done before. So I, I like it. I've put another one on my list. Would you like me to go through yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Ben Cunnington. Cunners. He's an interesting one. He has gone through hell and back in the last two years. Mm-hmm. But before that, he was a really highly regarded supercoach player. Yep, very solid. Very, very solid, solid, especially for a Kangaroos team that's always been a bit void of some real decent players. Yep. Um, he's 419K, break even 76, quite low. He's had some up and down seasons the last year and a Bit, but before that, he played 100. He scored 108 from 15 games and 102 from 22 games. So, really, it tells you that he, he can hit the ton. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good scorer pick. He's the best midfielder in that team. All reports. LDU is emerging, but. LDU is definitely the emerging. I'm not sold on Dry Simpkins. Says, it sounds a bit crazy, but I haven't really seen that high output from yeah. Simpkin that I'd like to. I really like Ben Cunnington, and all reports is he's fit and healthy and he's. Part of Clarko's new team that always could cause a bit of a refresher for some players. So I'm optimistic, pick. Yep, yep. Yeah, and no, I really like Cunnington. He's um, definitely been in my calculations, pick because he can score. He's got the forward status as well, so that's, that's really handy. Vital. Yep. So I've been looking very closely at Ben Cunnington. Very cheap. Very, very cheap. Good, very good. Anyone else you got there, piggy? That's it for me. What about yourself, my friend? Oh, there's so many pig. That's that's why that's the beauty of this year. I think this year is probably the uh, the most value around. Say that again. It's, it's just it's, every line has got so much value, really especially is. the midfield. So you mentioned Hopper. James Warple was one that we got to cast our eye on. What happened to this guy? A few years ago, he yeah. was, I think he won a best and Ferris. He was really building towards being a top midfielder in that team that had a few premium midfielders and then he just fell off a cliff. I'm assuming it's injuries, pick. Yeah, he won a best and fairest in his second year, pigs, which is really impressive. And yeah, form, yeah, injuries. Been playing in some weird roles in the last few years. He's been playing like sort of out, you know, wing and and half forward, which obviously isn't really his go. Yeah, he's that hard ball winner. And now Hawthorne have kind of cleaned the decks with Tom Mitchell and Jago Mira 
They're going to bring some young players in. Yeah. I'm assuming Duke Newcomb's going to be starting in the Duke Newcomb will, will play in midfield. He, he can't really play anywhere else. Maybe Cooper Stevens, and that leaves a spot for Warple. Cooper Stevens, uh, is it a Moore, I think, who went into the forward line? Yeah, uh, went from the forward line to the midfield. Will Day as well is one that could float through there. But yeah, I think Warple will play midfield, and no reason why he can't get sort of 90s again if he's up and firing. Okay, so, so what's I like him. What? He's the, he's three hundred nine k. Three hundred nine k. Yep, yep. So he's you know he, let me just check his break even. But I'd say that's around 60, 50 something, fifty eight, sixty. Massive meat on the bone. So let's have a look. So fifty five, fifty six. Okay. Definitely, break there's even. at least twenty to thirty points. Oh, there, at least, at least. So he's I'm trying hard, you know, to get him in my team, depending on my structure. But I really think that he can. Add some value in our midfields this year. I really like him behind Jacob Hopper. Great. One more for you too, Pig. John. You're not going to like me too much on this, or maybe you will. Okay. <laughs> Max Holmes. You, what do you think about Max Holmes? I don't know a hell of a lot about Max Holmes. I know he was stiff not to make the grand final yep. last year. Yep. So he missed out on the grandy. I know, also know you're a big fan of the guy, so I'll take your word for it. <laughs> but convince me. Well, I mean, Pig, he, he, can, he passes the eye test for me, and he... He's going to be a midfielder. He's training as an inside mid over the preseason. And his last six games uh, last year before going down with injury, averaged 94. So he went into the midfield in the last six games, wow. went went at 94s. And that, that's including finals. That's including, like, you know, prelim finals, big games. So he was in form before he he got yep. robbed of the grand final, would yep. you say? Robbed. Right in front of me. He got robbed. <laughs> Poor he guy. got robbed. He Poor got guy. Robbed. So he missed out on the premiership medallion, but... Yeah, he really impressed me. So three, let me just check his price. I reckon it's about 360 pig. Let me just check here. Maxi Holmes. Yeah, 360. I know I know all these prices off the top of my head. So what's his spot in the team next year? I think he'll be a midfielder. I think he'll be an inside midfielder. You think with you the look through, that they well, made? Talk me, talk me through the Geelong Cats engine room. Who is it? Okay, I'm not sure if Pat Dangerfield <laughs> will go again. Nah. He, well, he might go in there, but he's not going to be a main midfielder, is he? Jai Clark stands out for me as this young guy. You've got... A first-year player, yeah. You've got Cam Guthrie. Cam Guthrie will be a midfielder. No, that's one. Okay, you've got maybe uh, the Rat, Tommy, Tommy Atkins. Yeah, maybe, tat. yep, yep. I guess it's Ratkins. the Tat, isn't it? The Tat, yeah. Yep, the Tat. He's another one. He's not really quite a high profile. No, but he played a lot of midfield last year and did a good job. So, yep, put him as two. But, you know, my point is, there's not like, you know, there's not four or five names that stand out massively. No, so not. I think, especially given that he played there last year in the big games, you know, prelim finals, he was played as a midfielder. I think he'll play midfield this year and I think he can average 90. There you go. Fantastic. Yep. A real pot option. I yep. like that. That's real left of field. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. No one will have him. Yeah, he's got a bit of history with me. You know, I think with you as well, Big. We picked him up in his debut year. and We did, yeah. He burnt us. He only played one game, I think. So he sat on our bench for, for the remainder of the year. But I think he can break out this year. Really bullish. Didn't have a great first quarter. Uh, didn't have a great second quarter. In fact, I didn't think he had a great game. Hey, yeah. I'm, a, I'm still a little bit... <laughs> You're so harsh on the guy. I'm a little Come bit on. salty on the fellow, but... I think he is a fantastic footballer from what I've seen. I just haven't paid too much attention to him mm-hmm. super coach wise. So could be a real pot. I like it. That's why you get paid the big bucks, Pig. Yeah. We'll see. Not probably not a guy to start with, but I think he's a guy that you can pick up early in the year and uh ride all the way to the to the finish if he's playing well. Fantastic. Definitely. Love to hear yep. it. Okay, primo promotion. I'll mm-hmm. put this as our title of this segment yeah i want to talk about maybe one play if you've got two that's fantastic players that are 
that are really building towards that premium status. So they might be under 500, might be around 500, 530, 540K, who are averaging close to 100, but maybe they might break out. So I'm looking for someone who's maybe a little bit young or someone who's playing some real good football in the midfield. Yep, I've got about 10 people for you, Pete. Right, well, let's I'll, keep it down to yeah. one or two. That'd, <laughs> yep, be, that'd yep. be fantastic. Yep. All yep. right, I'll kick it off. Mm-hmm. I've picked someone here. I'm not... I'm not 100% sold, but I think his numbers press a good case, okay? Mm, yep. I've gone with Caleb Sarong. Okay. So 21 years old, 498K, average 90 last season, top score 127. So I like to see that. Um, hit the 100 mark, 8 out of 20 games. So I'd like to see that increase you know, to at least yep. 13, You'd 14 games. A little bit, yeah. But, but Piglet, he's 21 years old. I know, yeah. Which is... Mind blowing, and he was a prolific ball winner in his draft year too. Pig, so the pedigree's there, and he, was, he flew under the radar, and then he ended up winning the Rising Star. So yep. you cannot disregard this guy. He's he's small in stature, but he get he's hard, and he gets plenty of it. And this Fremantle midfield is really building. They've got a really nice mix of big tools and and small ball getters. So I really like him. In his three seasons so far, he's gone. Uh, 81 from 14 games, 82 from 22 games, and 90 from 20 games. So he's played 50 games in three years, which is a huge milestone. Yep. Trending in the right direction. Trending in the right direction. Each year is better than another. So when I say premium, maybe he might not be hitting 120, 130s. No, no, but he can go 100 plus, I think. And I might have gone a tiny bit early on this, but could be a season too early. I really think he could potentially hit over 100, maybe more. Yeah, I can see him 100. So he's just a real pig to watch. <laughs> Little piglet? Little piglet. Uh, he is. I like that. That's a good pick, Piggy. Thoughts, Pig? Give me some feedback. No, I, I like it. He, yeah, One of my um, favourite players to watch. He's in and under, um, sneaks forward and kicks a goal. Looks like a great player. So, yep, I like that. So you give me the tick here? Yep, giving you a tick, definitely. Right, what have you got, mate? Just give me one out of 15, please. Oh, one. Can two. I give you two? You can give me two. You don't want to give any more? You any more or not? I don't, I don't want to. No, I haven't. I, I had Bailey Smith penciled down. Yeah, Baslenko. Because I think Josh Dunkley's out. They had too many midfielders as it was. Baslenko's tracking. He uh, The knock on it is his disposal. Also, he had that down year. A bit excited on the nose candy. And yeah. also, yeah, missed a few games. I think his form was up and down. So we thought he was going to go wild last year. Well, I think well we he was pre- going wild. And he then, was. Yeah. But we predicted, I think, in the preseason, we thought he was one that was really going to go big. Yep. Didn't quite reach it. But again, age demographic, his potential to score, I think he could be another one. Yep. More opportunities in the inside. Yep. Definitely. I like that. Uh, so two for you, Pig. Tom Green? Tom Green. Yeah. Uh, Tell me more. Every year I've started Tom Green, and every year he's, he's broken my heart. Well, I didn't start him last year, actually. And he... Break my heart not starting him, but uh, you actually picked him up last year, I think, as well. I had him you? for a while. You. Yep, yep. Right when he started scoring 50s, I reckon you picked him up. That's right, perfect. So, yeah. <laughs> no, I really like him, Pig. He's uh, he's one of my favourite players. He's just a hard-nosed ball winner. Say that again. <laughs> he, uh, you got to like the look of him. I like the look of him. He, yeah. he sort of reminds you of a sort of Patrick Cripps operator. Big unit. You know, he had him playing ruck sometimes last year, which was hard to watch, but uh, when you, if you've got a midfielder that can play ruck, you know... You, he reminds it. me of an Ollie Wines, maybe with, yeah. maybe with more potential. Yep. So. so, yeah, he's, in 97 he went out last year after starting uh, in, in his first eight games, he was averaging 117. Wow, okay. So he went bang to start the year, 164 in his first game, Pig. He ran out of steam a little bit. And then bit. backed it up with a 147 in the third game. 
everyone was um, jumping on board and then, yeah, ran out of steam a little bit, uh, but still averaged the 97. So I think there's sort of natural growth there. And I think he's one that could actually go 110. Okay, I like that. I really I like think he could actually make a, a leap to it, to the, the sort of uber primo levels. That's realistic. And go 110. That, that's big though. Yeah, it's like, a big call. I like the look at Adam Kingsley. I like what he's doing down there. I've kept a little nose on him, an ex-Port player, Port legend. Yep. I think a new coach is always a new change yeah. and adds a new structure. And I really think that he could be a real beneficiary of that. Yep. And Hopper, like you said, Hopper and Taranto gone. So he's going to be he's going to be the number one guy uh, in an under at the contest, and yeah, I don't. Last year he was yeah being played in the ruck, being played forward. Um, obviously resulted in some fifties. So I think if he's in the midfield full time, there's no reason why he can't go one ten plus. So you're saying he's a must watch. Yep. Oh, there's a pig on the ground. <laughs> there is a pig at full forward. So he's he's one he's my number one guy. Very good. Um, Another guy, I'm surprised you didn't mention this guy. Actually, I've heard you mention him off air. Noah Anderson. Noah Anderson. Another guy that's flown under the radar, I think. Average 100 on the dot last season. So it was a pretty good breakout year last year. And, yeah, I'm really bullish on him. He's another guy I think he can maybe not 100, yeah, 110, maybe a little bit re- uh, unrealistic, but he can push. I think he can push close to that because he's got, you know, Took and Rao taking points off him. I like it. I think he probably could push for yeah, 110. 110, maybe, yeah. Because you forget, yep. he he came in the draft with Rao. All the heat was on Rao. He started like a house on fire. Noah Anderson's just literally been plugging away. He had a fantastic year last year. Yep. I really think that he could hit that one that 110. Yep, going into his fourth season. So, yeah, I, I think there's plenty of value on that pick big. Sort of an underpriced primo, perhaps, in the making. Okay, and yeah. Gold Coast should naturally score better this year as yeah, well. Yeah, you think so. they'd get better? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So he's he'd be my second guy. I'm tossing up between Tom Green, Noah Anderson, these sort of guys as my last sort of midfield spot. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. He scored 154 against Richmond. I believe yes. that was the game it that was. he kicked an absolute ripper. Correct. And just bring home the goodies for me. I, I went big on the punt on that night. So That was the game he kicked to go after the siren, wasn't it? That's right. They come back from behind yep. and he slotted it, cool, calm, collected. Yep. And yeah, I'm forever indebted to you. <laughs> so yeah, I'm big fan of, of how he goes about it. So he's one uh, for me that's very high on the watch list, Piggy. Oh, Piggy Rick, you're on absolute fire here. I'm going to give you one more. Okay, good. Oh, you want me to go one more? I do, yes. Oh, okay. Let's go. What have you got? What's your lucky last? Okay, Chad Warner, pig. Chad Warner. Chaddy Warner from the Sydney Swans. Pig, is it the Chad? It's, was, was it the Chad? It's definitely the Chad. It definitely was the Chad. It's not the so, Chad. <laughs> he, he had a great year last year. Started off a bit slowly. You know, was averaging you know, just under 90 from his first five games, but pushed it up to uh, just under 97. To finish the season. He's really instrumental and in Sydney's success. Yes, he was. And actually, he was probably the, one of the only Sydney Swans that actually rocked up to the grand final uh, last year. I think he scored yes. about 140 You're right about in, the grand, in, in, a, in a thumping. So he really impressed me last year, and especially during the final series. So he's a guy that, you know, averaged 97 last year, but he can, uh, in his fourth year this year, he can probably push it up to 100 plus, I think, easily. 105. I like it. Yeah, so I really like him. He'll get more opportunities in the midfield so put him on your watch list must have must watch must watch yeah definitely like him what about you got one more no that's it for me i think you've given the fans enough okay. for that that's great beautiful work. beautiful right. very good we're going to talk about rookies now yeah 
it's obviously the hottest topic around Supercoach in the preseason. Again, it's early days, but we've got a couple options I think you should probably have a look at. Yep. I'm going to start with Matthew Johnson. Yeah, so you probably know quite a lot about this guy, but Draft Slider? Draft Slider, yeah. I, I, had, I had a lot of hopes for him, and I was tracking him. I was really hoping Port might look at him. Yeah, we went, I think we went for Josh Sin instead. He was a slider, the biggest slider of yeah, the Was draft. he injured during that time? Or something? No, he was, and I think sometimes what happens during the draft, when a couple of clubs after the top few picks, they've got their player earmarked. So if that player is uh, ranked to go in the top five or top six and doesn't get picked, sometimes he slides right out. Yep. So Matthew Johnson, Frio midfielder, 123K, 192 centimetre mid in the mould of Cripps and Bontempelli. Rated really high in the draft here, as we touched on. Slid out to pick 21, so he had to wait to the second night to get picked, but obviously worked out in his favour because he stayed in WA mm. and got to join Erasmus and Amos in the draft, so two other WA stars. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't play a game in his rookie year, but I think he's got so much potential. From all the early reports, he's on fire and I reckon he's going to be the like-for-like replacement of David Mundy. Yep. Yeah, the reports are he is on fire pig, so he. I really like that pick. He's sitting on my bench right now. Love it. I've got him into it, yeah. Yep. I think he's a, definitely someone to look at, guys. If you're struggling to find someone, I think he'll play. And when he does play, I think he'll average 56. Yeah, I think he can score well. Yeah, why not? Okay, Pickley, another guy I've picked here. He's not quite in his rookie year, but he's definitely rookie worthy, and that's Will Phillips. Yes, yep. so third round pick. Oh, sorry, number three pick. Number three picked in the 2020 draft. He's the first midfielder pick. There's a few key forwards picked around him. I had a quick look at that 2020 draft. We should probably touch that's on that when one. when Phil day. Thorpe went one. Uh, that was, yeah, I think maybe it was uh, Jamar. Yeah, Jamara Phil, Phil Thorpe. Yeah. And then we had um, Logan McDonald went around him as well. So massive year for key forwards. Yep. I went back and had a look at that 2020 draft. Probably something interesting to have a look for yourself if you're at home. Not It's early days, but it doesn't look like there's a litter of uh, emerging superstars in that draft. There's obviously an interrupted year. year yeah. So uh, Will Phillips, the jury's still a little bit out with him, but he's picked three in the 2020, played 16 games in his debut, and obviously in a tough environment with North Melbourne. What's the average in his debut? You got it there? Uh, not high, maybe 50 or 40, something yep. like that. So yep. I think he was just getting smashed around a bit. you got to imagine that was when I think Reece Shaw quit as well. Yeah. <laughs> a lot happened. I think it was a, yep. it was a real shit show. So um, I don't blame him. He, yeah. Well, he's averaged, 50, he's averaged 48 with a score of three in there as well, Pigs. So yeah. That's, you know, you take not the three I think but the reason why I didn't mention that is I think you should just disregard it. I think... He he could do a lot more. Yeah, uh, sixteen games in his first year for North. That's a hell of a that's a hell of a predicament to be in. So he struck down with that glandular fever in twenty twenty two. That really rips through people. So I think he twenty twenty two was a scrub for him. Yep. Um he's back now. He's back in Clarko's team. I think that I think he's going to play in the midfield. He's going to rotate at least. Um, oh yeah, with LDU, yep. Simpkin, and Cunnington. So it's starting to look like a not bad midfield for North Melbourne. Yeah. I'm bullish on him. His break even is 29. So I think out of all these rookies that are priced around that, I really think he's got three years technically a bit of a jump on them. Yep. I think get him in. I think really get him a in. a bigger body. Could yep. end up being your uh, last midfielder for the start of the season. So Yeah. No, I like it. He, yeah, apparently he's firing in the preseason pig. So he'll be playing in midfield and 
Yeah, I think if he can get us 60s, 50s, 60s, 70s maybe, you know, for on the on the upper end. Just boost that cash generation? Yep. I think he, he's a pretty popular pick as well. I think he's in a lot of teams, so the word's out, but I really like it. Really Beautiful like pick. It. What have you got for me? Well, this one, I think everyone's got this guy. Will, Will Ashcroft? Will Ashcroft. So, son of a gun, father, son pick out of the Brisbane Lions. Mr. Perfect? Yeah. <laughs> so... He, he just looks a uh, real player, apparently, just smashing uh, in preseason, getting 25 touches in all the intra-club games. And, uh, yeah, it went well in the VFL last year as well against men. 110, I think, he went at in the VFL. He, he played three or four games, but, yeah, he's showing signs already, Pig. So. Real generational player. I can't believe he's walked into a Brisbane Lion midfield. Yeah, they've done brilliantly in the Fresh off a few prelim losses, so. Really bullish on the Lions this year. Yeah. They're top. Top four for sure. Oh, you would think so. They've obviously two. shit the bed if they if they don't do something with this Ooh, team. Yeah. So, yeah. again, like you said, he'd be he'd probably someone that will make an instant impact. Yeah. So two hundred k. So he's on the pricier end. Obviously the um, number one pick, but uh, you got to pay for him. He'll 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 sit in your midfield all year. Probably get us seventy fives, eighties, if he has a decent year. So. Yeah, I think it'd be a consensus. Most people would pick him, right? Yep. You got to definitely. So. He's my number one. Yeah, I don't think I've got too many others picked that I, off the top of my head, are rookies in the midfield. I've got Joshy Sin sitting on my midfield bench, but yeah, we'll wait I and like see Joshy on him. Sin. He's a rangy wingman. He had injuries last year. Port moved up to get him in the draft. I really like him from a yep. personal point of view. I think he's going to take that Carl Amon wing spot. Obviously, um, fitness is the one. With fitness him. is the big one, but he's just young. So I think he's actually building towards. Being back, so... So you mentioned um, Jai Clark, first pick for the Cats in the off-season. He's yeah, obviously... not much been talked about him. I no, think he's, he's going to under start. the radar, yeah. I agree, definitely, definitely. Oscar Baker has come over to the Doggies. Okay. Looks like he's going to uh, probably take uh, Lockie Hunter's sort of spot on the outside, perhaps. He's won. He's 123k mid. Like I said, it is early days still, so we've got to get a bit of more of a an idea of, of who's going to be playing and, and whatnot. That's good. I've got one on my bench at the moment. I'm not sure of how long he will stay there, but I picked Elijah Hewitt from West Coast. Yep, you, you've mentioned him. Yeah, Is apparently it? he went really well in training the other day. Pig, he was I a standout. I think he's got a bit of an X factor about him. Yep. Midfielder can play forward. Big bodied as well. 185 centimeter. He's everything you want from a footballer. So again, I don't know a hell of a lot about him, but I was tracking him before the draft. He was the second round pick, wasn't he? Or the second pick in the draft. The second pick after uh, Jinby. Yep. yep. So, yeah, he's one to watch as well. I've got him early days. Yep. But, yeah, we'll, we'll obviously do it. I think we'll probably do a, a podcast where we sort of try and cover just mainly rookies when we get closer to the to the start of the season. Once we start hitting the preseason games. Yeah, yeah. And we can nail down who to have on our bench and that. All right, Piglador, we've really given a overview of the midfielder. Yeah, yep. I think so. Yeah, it's exciting. So there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on, and it's the make or break. It's the engine room for a reason. Again, rookies are going to become pretty evident in the next few weeks. the The key is to get those mid price, under price players. You need at least two, I think, in your team. You could go more, mm-hmm. but you also need the right primo. So to finish us off today, we're going to give a bit of a midfield unveiling reveal. Yeah, midfield reveal. You want me to unveil mine? You can, you can kick us off. Okay, Pig. So, I mentioned it at the top. Clarence Oliver, M1. 
for me. Now, yeah, I've at the moment I don't have Rory Laird in my team. You've actually sort of talked me into trying to get him in there, no, but don't try to change it. I, now. No, no, he's not in there. So yeah. Clary Oliver one. I've got Jackson McRae M two. Nobody's talking about Jack McRae. No one is talking about. I him. mean, this is a guy who can go one thirty. True, true. So you know he's priced at one fifteen. So M two Jack McRae M three a Jack Steele. Okay, nice. I love Jackie Steele. Um, one of my favourite players. Can't go wrong. M three. Yep. Tommy Green M four. Very nice. So I've gone. I'm trying to trying to pick that sort of one at least one breakout sort of a pick in my midfield. So Tom Green M four. Tom Mitchell M five. Tom Mitchell's price juicily, isn't he? Juicy. He's priced at ninety six. So yeah. he he could uh, he could obviously go one ten. Jacob Hopper M six. Uh, Will Ashcroft M seven. Will Phillips M eight. I like it. Yeah. It's pretty. I've I've gone pretty deep in the midfield, pig. Yeah, I really like it actually. Yep. To be honest, yeah, it's a pretty balanced midfield. It's got the the five big dogs, uh, the one you know value pick in Hopper, and then the two rookie cash gen sort of guys, uh, M seven and M eight. As you mentioned, you went a little bit light on the defense. Obviously, yeah. you've made up here in the midfield. Yep, yep, definitely, and the forward line as well. But we'll talk about that another time. What about you, Pig? Talk me through your midfield. Okay, so my midfield. Let's get back in. I hope you're not it. changing it right now. No, no, I just I took out a rookie. Before. I don't know. I just can we? Put in there can we get a I went a bit quiet, didn't I? Maybe you I was did. just you doing a last minute change. Something sketchy. No, I, 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 I accidentally took Will Phillips out when I was talking about him earlier. I've just okay. put him back in. So my midfield again. We talked last week about my defense. I went a little bit stronger. So my midfield, I've probably gone one weaker mid, but I think I've got some real top end talent. So I've started with Rory Laird. He's yep. my M1. I've mm-hmm. gone with Clayton Oliver as my M2. I've Huge. got Zach Merritt as my M3. Oh, okay. I, I like really that. think no one's talking about him. You know, no one's talking about him again. New coach, refresh, absolute superstar. Yeah. I think Andy McGrath's going back. That's going to be a good move for Essendon, but also I really think that's going to be even better for Merritt too. Jeez, Merritt was fantastic for me last year. Yeah, I think no, I no, I think people are sleeping on him. So yeah. another one I've gone that. is my M4 is Paddy Cripps. Oh, Cripper. It's a bit of a risk because most Brownlow medalists have a little bit of a down year the next year, but I think no Walsh early days. Jeez, you got to look at Cripps. Yep. And he had a great season. He can score really high. I, re- I think Paddy Cripps is the must-have early days. Oh, okay, must-have, okay. M5, I've gone Jacob Hopper. Okay, yep. yep, yep. Right, so yep. M- M6, I've gone Will Ashcroft. I've gone Toby McLean, M7. Okay, mid-forward, yep. yep. I think you have to have Toby McLean. And he's 178,000. Oh, he's come off some injuries. His break-even is 32. Yeah. So let's just uh I think a lot of things that. will have him, definitely. Yeah, I think he can, he can score... Is a uh, mainstay for the Bulldogs. He's had like, geez, two bad years. I think two back to back. Yeah, back. he's had a bit of a bad run with injury, and obviously, even the Bulldogs team hasn't had much of a opportunity. So he's before that he's averaging around seventy. So I really think he could be a, one of your earliest cash cows. Yep. Get him in. But he played in the in the Bulldogs final series last year. Okay. And he, I think he got 110 or something. Well, there you go. I really so, think 178, make him one of your first cash cows. Yeah. Will Phillips is my M8. Okay. Again, we talked about him. Yep. I've got Elijah Hewitt on the bench so far. Yep. I've got Matthew Johnson and I've got Darcy Jones from 
GWS. GWS, yep. He's on mine as well. Yeah, yeah so you've gone the one extra rookie in the midfield. Okay. That's I think really so. I think where I always screw up is I'm trying to make my team look too pretty at the start of the year when you really need to get as much cash generation from obviously players that are going to play. You can't just have them on the field if they're not going to play. But instead of trying to fill that M6 spot up, M5 up with another underpriced player who might go up 50, 60K, you know, that Toby McLean could possibly go up 100K for me. Mm-hmm. And then I can build up into a mid-range player. So that's my philosophy this year. So Paddy Cripps a must-have? Are you going on record and saying that? I'm, I'm going to make an early call. I think Paddy Cripps is going to go wild. I like it, Pig. I mean, just looking through his season last year, after eight rounds, he was averaging 125.6 with a 38 in there as well. Oh, there's a pig on the ground. <laughs> there is a pig at full forward. There is a pig in the Carlton uh, midfield and his name is Patrick Cripps. So I don't have to convince like you because you had him last I year. I started him last year, yeah. back he really him in. saluted for you. Yeah, he was massive for me. So I like it, pig. Yeah, no Sammy Walsh for a while. Yep. There's a few mind games. I've obviously gone the two best midfielders to start with. And then the next two, I've picked two primos that people are, oh, okay, yeah. Mm. Zach Merritt. No one, I don't think hardly anyone that I've spoke to has Zach Merritt starting for him. Yep. I think that's a real weapon for me. And I think Paddy Cripps as well, because Sam Walsh demands so much of the possession. And if he's not there, I really think Paddy Cripps is going to be forced to, to start well. It's good that we got we got very different midfields. We actually got very different teams at the moment, Pig. That's I think so. Interesting. That's good. Bit of variation. I like it. Excellent. Right, my feathered friend, it's been an absolute pleasure today. We've had a great episode. Why am I feathered? Can I just I don't touch know, on you're that? just a big bird, really. <laughs> oh, All right, Pig. No, you've been the MVP today, definitely. Thank the energy you. you brought was uh, unmatched. It's unrivaled. I, I respect it. I definitely do. And uh, as for yourself. Didn't have a great first quarter. <laughs> I uh, didn't have a great second quarter. In fact, I didn't think he had a great game. Oh, come on, Pete. <laughs> uh, you were good. You're always good. You're, you're fantastic. And again, I want to touch on your YouTube videos. I yeah, check got, us out. Yep. I think you're doing an excellent job. And I think if you haven't played Supercoach before and you're going, what the hell is going on here? Where do I start? Yeah. I think these videos are definitely the way to go. So, so jump the, on there, like, subscribe. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do, Pig. I'm trying to make it so it appeals to everyone. You know, beginners and even the seasoned coaches. Fantastic. Yeah. Love to see you. Yep. Thanks for joining me today. Next week we'll cover the forward line, maybe chucking the rucks as well. Yeah. And yeah. then from that point on, we're heading into games. So yeah. exciting times. Let's get all the notes out. Keep an eye out. If, you, if you're still unsure on some of your lower end players, just keep searching the internet. Go Come to us, actually. We've got yeah. all the information. Uh, Patreon will be up and running any day now, Pig. Leading into the preseason games, we're going to be doing uh, notes and write-ups on all your important players that the Patreons will want to see. So get involved there. We've got lots going on, Pig. Fantastic. As always, Sam the Ham and Brett the Threat. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Let's go. Let's go.